Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Slash compatibility. The volume. We're back with another week of football. The DraftKings Sportbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code Jenkins. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling at 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, license partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana. 21 and over age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is, I just almost did the uh, intro to a completely different product and company. I mean, <laughs> and we're live, kind of switched up the vibe a little bit. Didn't feel like Jenkins and Jones' way of, you know, introducing the pod. And we're live. I was about to do a, fi- maybe it's because I'm wearing my hat. I was about to do a 562 video intro. I was about to do What Up Long Beach and start talking about high school football. <laughs> you say What Up Long Beach, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. 
welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the volume. Uh, it is Thursday, September 28th. Uh, we are coming to you live at on AMP, Amazon AMP. Thanks for everyone who's tuning in live. Uh, we're a day later than usual because our, our good buddy John was so proud of himself getting on ESPN that he made himself sick. And so he <laughs> he couldn't record yesterday, but he's doing better. Yes, you're doing better. Look at you. I, 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 feel, I feel better. Yeah, I mean, you know. The booty's still singing, you know what I mean? Like, hey, <laughs> this, this COVID different, dog. You know what I mean? Like, Tyler, you said it went back to the lab. This motherfucker was like, we got your lungs. We got your brain with the brain fog. You know, now I'm coming for that ass. Niggas ain't going to respect that. You know what I mean? That ass is bro, bro, mine, bro. literally and figuratively, motherfucker. You the, feel what I'm the saying? Rona, the, the Rona heard all the whisperings, man. People said his, his digestive uh, attack game was weak. So, you know what I'm saying? They had to get back in the lab. You know, get that mid-range working. You know, start, start attacking that booty hole. And now you got the bubble guts variant. Wild times. <laughs> John texted us last night and said, I'll tell you what, I understand how that guy fucked up that plane, though. Hey, that, that mini like KD, nigga. That mini like KD. <laughs> bro, this booty getting crossed up and Jimmy, bro. Cash, 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 nigga. Crazy, dog. That's why well, I ain't got no it... pants on right now. What's the point, nigga? <laughs> I'm in this motherfucking drawers like motherfucking t-shirt and panty-ass nigga, bro. Because what's the point of putting no pants? I'm about to run back to the motherfucking restroom in five minutes. God damn. <laughs> I might have had it. I thought I had the norovirus last month, but I, I had a similar situation that was like several things that had disguised themselves as farts were not farts, you know, oh, as it no. turned out. I understand you more than I've ever understood you right now, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I see how things can happen the way they've happened in your past. <laughs> hey, I, I had someone come up to me uh, in the city last week and put their hand on my shoulder and like emotionally thank me for the fiber pills recommendation. It was oh, like, man. you really changed my life. They're like, I wouldn't even go out with the homies <laughs> because I'd be like, I would like, he was like, I'd go out and hang out and then I'd get my food to go. You know, like he would take wings back to the apartment. <laughs> so, Damn. Anyway, everyone, eat your fiber. Um, John, we're glad you're feeling better. As it turns out, it's a good thing that we did not record yesterday because we would have finished recording about 10 minutes before a Woj bomb that hit the timeline. I said, like the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. No one saw it coming. <laughs> no one saw it coming. And just bam. Jackson texted maybe 30 seconds after it dropped. Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee motherfucking Bucks. Ooh. John, I know you were asleep. So Tyler, what was your Tyler, no, what I was, was your reaction? I just didn't have the energy, nigga. That yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into, you know, the, what does this mean for the basketball and the NBA landscape and all that shit? Um, I just want to talk about how it made me feel, bro. Yes. This, this is a trade that reminds you you know, all the joy that comes with being a sports fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a trade that made me realize how much I really miss the motherfucking NBA. Like, you know, I, you know, college football's great. You know, Deion's a great story. NFL's been, you know, rocking. You know, motherfucking Tua going crazy. But that NBA drama, man, it's nothing like it, bro. That's that's that pure uncut right there. That, that shit ain't been stepped on. But, um... <laughs> I got to go delete all the Taylor Swift related topics off the show list for today. I was so happy. I can't even tell you how happy I was. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, which yeah, it, it was, it's 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 just you know, uh, it like I said, it that shit made me feel alive, bro. Like I heard that news and I started rolling up. I put some motherfucking ribs on the grill. Like it was a celebration, bro. Like we are back. <laughs> yeah, when I when I when I, I didn't realize how much of a Dame fan I was. 
You know what I mean? Like we were we were in the, in the chat. I was thinking like, damn, he gets to get on his revenge tour. I've always wanted to. We joke about him like running from the grind, but it's because we wanted to see Dame on a team doing Dame on a good team doing Dame shit. And now we get to see that. I'm really. I mean, I, I love Giannis. We know we all love Giannis so much, but I'm really excited to see Dame with some fucking guys where he can go 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 at it with somebody, and he's just not him versus another team. You know what I mean? And uh, and do it in, in times that matter. We saw him in the playoffs. He got washed by the Lakers and shit. You feel me? Like, not a, not a chance. Now he has a chance of really doing something special, being the type of player he is. And so it's been dope. It's, it's, it'll, be, it'll be dope. It'll be dope for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, let's just talk about Dame a little bit more for a second because you're, you're so right. The, the reality is that what Tyler said is true. The, most of the fun of the NBA is the culture around watching it. it it's, it's, it's so different, right? Like, football... A lot of different ways to watch it. People get involved through fantasy, etc. Basketball, I think almost everyone's favorite NBA moments involve their friends or talking to their friends in some way, right? Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is when you have a player of Dame's caliber who's in Portland and the team struggles, when you have a great player on a team, you'll make an appointment to watch that team. But when they struggle, even if you're still paying attention, which those of us who you know do this sort of for a living – we're watching we're, we're we're still checking in on Dame. I'm not talking to my friends about him anymore. Like the the moment he won the that series against the Thunder oh, and man. killed the whole Thunder shit off. Dame was the center of the basketball. That was all I talked to that was all any of my friends talked mm -hmm. about for like a week. And then it's sort of like you just kind of go away after that. And like you know you see him in highlights, but he's not part of that conversation. I think that that's why I couldn't agree more with what Tyler said of like he just like walked into the starring role. Like he walked into the center of the stage. And like you said, John, you just remember all these great moments you already had with him when he was in those competitive situations. And that's what has me excited. Cause you're talking about a top 75 guy with the stats and accolades he did and one all-star teammate in his entire career. <laughs> we, we see all the analytics think... and what has it led to? You know what I mean? We see all the analytics, like how, how deep he, he can tell the percentage he shoots from 40 feet and all this, you know what I mean? Logo Lillard. And then we're like, you know, but what has it led to? Like you're saying, you know what I mean? And it's like, now we get to see all of that on the biggest stage against, you know, with, with some dogs behind him. And one of those dogs being the best player in the league or, you know, arguably one of the best, arguably the best player in the league. At worst, number two. Yeah. yeah. At worst. Yeah. So let, let's, let's talk about that for the Bucks. Like, I, you know, <clears throat> I'm just I, like, I love Giannis and Dame as players and people. So the, just the pairing of those two dudes, I'm just immediately excited. It's great that they're in the Eastern Conference because I always like having an Eastern Conference team that I'm following or rooting for that can change from year to year. But this to me is like, I, like who's got a better third best dude than Chris Middleton? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that, that's, that's what's exciting to me is you're talking about a real shift. So what do you think this does for the Bucks, Tyler? Um, you know, besides it being a, a duo of just two incredibly talented dudes, I think it's an incredible fit. They are just perfect for each other. That pick and roll is going to be ridiculous. We've seen the Bucks' woes is that, you know, they are a, you know, high-tempo, full-court transition team. And, you know, the game slows down in the postseason. They have troubles, you know, executing in the half court. They have trouble kind of closing shit out in the fourth. And you got a perfect guy for that. 
right? You you got you got one of the best playmakers in the league, a guy who who will run your offense. You know, so, you know, gets rid of that problem. A guy who is phenomenal in the clutch. You know what I'm saying? If if he was there for that for that uh, the last few seconds of, of that fourth quarter that the Bucks season ended, I guarantee you, Grayson Allen wouldn't have taken a fucking shot with the season on the line. I promise you that motherfucking much. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, I'm loving the fit that it it is. You know, I feel like they're a top three duo already on paper. You know, I think you know, like we said, Giannis is a top two guy. Dame is a top ten guy. Like they're going to be a problem man i think uh, you know they're the favorites to win it all in my book right now and I in think, the and in the books in vegas they're also now the yeah, favorites right. to win it all <laughs> i think the people that they put dame with like the venn diagram was a circle this venn diagram is not a venn diagram it's two circles that are adjacent you know what i'm saying like and so like what dame is good at you know what dame's not good at you know i mean for uh, i mean what we can say there's things that dame's not good at you know what I'm saying? Giannis is good at it. And the opposite, you know, goes for Dame. So, like, I just feel like it's they, it, they're, it's a perfect matchup. And if they were in that situation, you know, uh, that, that that the Bucks were in last year, they win by 20 because Dame's not going to let it get to, like, five. He's going to settle their ass down, drop 10, you know what I mean, in, in fucking three and a half minutes. And, you know, and, and, and they're going on to the next series. So, like you, like you said, they're, they're the favorites to win it easily. I think the, the Nuggets... You know, losing Bruce Brown is a is a big deal. I think they'll still be competitive, and that series will be fun. But I mean, this team is the best team in the league. You know, I mean, as 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 good as the Nuggets were last year compared to the rest of the league, I think that's what the Bucks are this year. I think the you know the other thing you guys talk about the fit. I think when you have a player like Giannis who is. Um, you know, we've seen him play through stuff that looked like season in, season ending injuries. He's really durable, but they sh- it showed last year if he's not a hundred percent or if he misses time, they are over. You know, especially offensively, they're overly reliant on him. And when you couple that with his style, like you said, creating some issues in the playoffs, just in terms of not being able to be in transition as much, I think this is exactly what they needed from that perspective too. Yes, the pick and roll, the pace, the athleticism. I mean, those three dudes playing together is just going to be unbelievably fun. I do think Chris Middleton's getting left out a little bit in this. This is going to unlock so much for him yes. and Giannis. That's part of what's so exciting to me. But yeah, they he, need he, he someone. brings so much space in it. You know, Chris Middleton lives in that motherfucking mid range. He's going to be eating, bro. Right. And but what they needed was that if Giannis isn't a hundred percent, are we looking to Brooke Lopez to score thirty five points for us to win a playoff game? <laughs> You know, and the answer is no, you know, and so so I had a, a, a debate with my friend, uh, my, my friend Ryan yesterday, who is uh, wrong about this, but he was like, you know, Dame's so much better than Drew offensively. He's like, but he's so much worse than him defensively. What about what they're losing in perimeter defense? And I was just sort of yelling at him like, this is not what's valued in 2023 at this point, right? Like you're switching everything. In the playoffs, they're hunting a matchup no matter what anyways. Having one guard who's a great perimeter defender is not doing anything. And especially, yeah, like if, if Dame can be a traffic cone sometimes, okay, you have Giannis behind you now. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I just yeah. think that he he that his weaknesses aren't as good. Like, Giannis covers up a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. that you would talk about with Dame. 
I, I I think we do need to kind of emphasize that, you know, the loss of Drew is big, but you still make mm-hmm. that trade a million times out of a million times, right? You still get Dame there if it means you ship Drew out. Like, they don't win that championship without Drew. You look at how crazy he went in, in, in um, you know, late in that game seven versus Brooklyn 2021. Like, he was the only guy getting buckets for a, str- a dry spell that they had. You know, you look at the how he locked game five up in the finals where he stripped book and then do the oop to Giannis. Like, that fucking play he had versus Marcus Smart, you know, they lost that series um last year but that play where he blocked the shot you know was going out of bounds you know then threw it off Marcus Smart to retain possession and lock that game up Drew is a bad dude man like he's one of those guys you need to win a championship like a dude who will lock in on defense a dude with a short memory in the best way because Drew's a guy who will will, will go fucking eight for 21 but like four of those eight buckets were in the clutch when Mm -hmm. his team needed him the most like he's one of those guys right um, so yeah, I do think that Drew, the loss of Drew there is going to hurt, but at the same time, you've got that fucking wall of Lopez and Giannis back there too, right? Um, so yeah, but but like I said, I do think that Drew is going to be missed, but you make that trade a million times out of a million times for sure. I mean, Drew's going to be missed, but like who's really stopping the guys that Drew is guarding? You know what I'm saying? Like a a a, a, a bad game is still 28 points in a playoff game it's by some of the guys league. he's guarding. It's just not that league anymore. It's, it's not, yeah. not that league anymore. Nobody's stopping these, you know, these these incredible guards you know what i mean they're they're just they're they're literally unguardable that's what makes them special so i mean they said it'd be a traffic cone at times but like i mean they these what makes these guys special is they make everybody a traffic cone you know what i mean so right. i mean yeah. he, like he, he, he had big plays at big moments and all of that but i mean like you said 100 out of 100 times you make that trade i mean and and if, even if they they won that chip because of drew they definitely still would have won that chip with dame you know what i mean it doesn't change mm-hmm. that you know, they, 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 they got better. They got better. They got much yeah. better with this trade. Well, and the, the, other, the other thing, you know, you just don't see guys of this caliber move in this way that often. I saw yesterday, and I, I cannot believe this is true, but they said that Giannis and Dame have the two highest points per game totals of any two players who are joining each, joining each other after an offseason. In NBA history. That's wild. <laughs> you know, it's it like, and that, I mean... It just doesn't happen that often. And again, like basketball has been around a long time. You have a chance to add one of the 75 best players in the history mm. of the game. When he's not 47 years old, you're going to take that chance. The other fun note that I would have is we we were, I mean, you know how fucking text message arguments are. We probably sent 200 text messages over two hours. And then I just texted him a screenshot of the fact that Skip Bayless agreed with him. And he texted back, God damn it. <laughs> that's a tough brand for skip bro you're supposed to be a talking head and instead i I tweeted that out and everyone said like nothing would make me angrier than arguing with (laughs) with my friend and him saying skip agrees with me (laughs) 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 anyway um you know we i want to talk about this for a second We, we tyler talked about just the like that culture of basketball and how exciting this was um, I know I I know I sent y'all the video. Jackson suggested that I I do it this way, but I literally wanted to call v- my son Vinny's fifth grade class and have the teacher t- <laughs> tell him because for like three months every day this dude asked me in the morning did get did Dame get traded last night because <laughs> he's been that like tapped in on what happened. So I told him right after school. He walked up to me. I told him 
Uh, I filmed it, and he just lost his fucking shit. Immediately walked off and started telling all his other friends who you know who watch basketball. They're all. I'm not gonna put video of other people's kids up on the internet, obviously, but his mm-hmm. friends are all doing the same reaction as him. Like what? You know, losing their minds. Like that's like. You know, they're thinking about posters. He's like, I can't wait for the 2K update. Like, this is what this shit is about, bro. Like, this is the shit you remember, right? Like, I just, I can't tell you how happy that made me to have that moment with him where he was just getting the upside of how horrible it is to be a sports fan for 90% of your life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's that childlike joy. Like, like, you know, like you mentioned, so much of being an NBA fan is shit that happens off the court. Like, I'm sure we all remember where we were when MJ said he was coming back. Like, mm-hmm. that's a moment that's etched in my memory forever. You know, it's, it's shit like that. And it's it's that unbridled childhood joy that, like I said, reminds you why we do this sports shit. Why we're fans of this ridiculous ass, you know, athletic competition that we love so much. And this was like a 96 as release. You know what I'm saying? This was like back in the day when we didn't get. You know, I, I, I know my Wi-Fi is fucking horrible, but uh, it was like a it was like a night. <laughs> it's hotel Wi-Fi, y'all. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> this is like a 1996 release. Like nobody knew this was gonna happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like every, the day before, they were talking about him. It's it's increased. There's an increasing chance of him going to Miami. You feel me? And he, he ends up with the Bucks. You feel me? Like we didn't. We didn't. Nobody saw this coming. They they did a great job of keeping it under wraps too. Yeah, the Bucks are not the Lakers when it comes to information leaking out. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> right. um, <laughs> they said the Bucks were on Dame on this Dame shit since they knew that that Dame wanted out. So yeah, well, it, it, it's it, it's interesting. I mean, there's so many different personalities, and I really I I enjoy following the news of trades. I don't enjoy following the rumors, if that makes sense. So I didn't know. I mean, like Dame has tweeted about how much he'd love to play with Giannis a couple times. Like all those, uh, all that old stuff resurfaces obviously after mm-hmm. a trade like this. So I can see, I'm sure that the Bucks were like Sounds good to us. <laughs> <laughs> Say what, my nigga? Yeah. Um, Noted. <laughs> I was, um, I, I, I read an article on it um, from The Athletic. I forgot who wrote it, but they mentioned that that there was always a, a you know a camaraderie between Dame and Giannis, and always a back and forth of okay, we need to play together. All right, well, you come to Milwaukee, nah, you come to Portland. Like that was the impasse right. that, that was there. And uh, shouts to Worldwide Wild because he he posted this video of the All Star selection where it was you know Team Bron, Team Giannis, and for Giannis's first pick, Bron was like, oh, I already know who you gonna get, and Giannis went with Dame. Like, and Bron was like, hold up, man, I, I would have thought you, I would have for sure thought you was gonna go with Drew. And and and, and Brown was like, okay, there was a moment where it felt like Brown was like, okay, I know what's going on because the all-star, that is the fucking tampering convention, the annual tampering <laughs> yeah, convention, yeah. right? Like we've all seen that picture of 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 you know Brown uh, fist bumping yes. AD with that. Yeah, you already know face, right? <laughs> we seen we seen motherfucking KD and Kyrie uh, whispering in the corridors and denying that they were conspiring to team up and shit. Corridors. And then we got this shit, man. Like, bro, like I said, the All-Star game, that is the annual tampering convention for the NBA. <laughs> I love that. Everyone puts their tampering hat on before they go <laughs> yeah. to the All-Star game. Jimmy Butler um, called it, though. He said it. He was like, y'all need to... He called that. He's like, y'all need to look at the Bucks for tampering. You know what I mean? I started with that moment at the fucking All-Star break. Mm-hmm. What did, what did, what do you think what did y'all think of uh, of of Jimmy Butler's uh video and I, you know obviously there's been debate around was this a spite thing I mean obviously Dame seems very happy to be going to Milwaukee I don't think it's like pure spite but he, it had been Miami that had been talked about um so I don't know what did you what did you think of of the politics of that Tyler um 
I, th- I think that's kind of a bigger story at play here, right? Because people were saying, you know, good for Portland, not, you know, folding the dame, getting a good return on them. They, they, they were like, you know, good on, good on the on the front office for winning, you know, this player empowerment battle. Bro, the player empowerment still won because the biggest winner here is Giannis. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like this whole experiment was, was just kind of a display of how there's levels to this shit, right? Like, you got Jimmy Butler in Miami. Once Dame, Jimmy Butler, he's like a top 20 guy or so, right? He doesn't get Dame. Dame is a top 10 guy who wanted to go to Miami. His wish didn't grant th- get granted there. You got Giannis, a top two guy who has came out, vocalized. If y'all don't get me some help, I'm out of here. Dame comes to Milwaukee. You know, they get Dame there. So, so bro, like, you know, and it all goes back to how the, the whole player empowerment thing doesn't empower all the players, just the top guys. And this was a perfect example here because, like, the number two guy wins out over the top 10 guy and the top yeah. 20 guy. That's a, that's a good point. I mean, I, we've definitely learned that the emphasis in the player empowerment era is on the power, not on the player. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're at the very top of the food chain, you can eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. <laughs> also, let's not pretend um, like Dame isn't in a better situation. Like, you know, I think, like, everybody won with this trade. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Dame did not want to go to Milwaukee. This is know? better for Miami, but he never... Like, we saw those videos where, where we knew that, that Dame was talking to his front office where he was like, yeah, you know, Brooklyn, Macau Bridges, that's my dog. You know, Bam in Miami, that's my dog. So, right, right. you know what I'm saying? He never came out and said Milwaukee was a spot he wanted to be. He is a, win a way better spot to win a championship if that's truly what he wanted. But that man might have wanted to live in Miami, oh, too, for right? Sure. Like, I definitely you know, that there's right. that, too. Facts, facts, yeah. facts. Um. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right don't miss it mark your calendars and be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com 2025 qx80 coming this summer allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like in the parking lot at your kids peewee championship game a trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you as they reverse into you you're stuck on defense And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky, they're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you brought up the, the old school feel of this and the Michael Jordan thing. Have I told you all the story about when Michael Jordan retired for the first time? That I found that out from the newspaper that arrived in the morning. So I woke up, saw it. I was like a obviously like we all were a huge Michael Jordan fan. I was like literally like emotional about it. <clears throat> so I wore my Jordan, my one pair of Jordans that I ever had to school because we did a like current events like presentations where it was like someone different would have to present on something. And I like walked in and I like told I I don't remember if it was fourth or fifth grade, but I told the teacher I was like, I need to be the one to present the news today. <laughs> <laughs> and so so they were like okay but i i was emotional like i i like cried while telling the other kids that michael jordan retired and like four of my other friends were also like that emotional about it it was like finding out that like you know your dad left <laughs> it was For probably the second worse time. yeah fact i mean i that was more used expected. to my dad leaving yeah <laughs> My and dad wasn't coming off three chips, like you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yes, that was that, that was old school, man. You know, you kids don't find shit out from picking it up on the newspaper in the morning anymore. That's for. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like some 1948 shit. Found out first thing in the morning when yeah. I read the newspaper. We old yes. as fuck, boy. God damn, we are. My bro. mom, like my mom, put it out, put it out on the table for me, and like didn't say anything because she knew I was gonna take it hard too. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was actually thinking about how old we are earlier this morning. I was listening to Special Ed. We got it made. I, I got it made, yeah. and I'm like, damn, nigga. I'm your idol. This your is my title. Right. This Uno. is my like favorite song as a kid. This shit feels like it was. 50 fucking years ago. You know what I mean? Right. And it almost was 50 years ago. It was like 30 years ago. <laughs> it was like 88, 89. 80, yeah. 87, I think. But yeah, man. Crazy. I mean, uh, Vinny like, just no, did I think it is 89. A, it is 89. It is 89. Vinny just did a school project where he had to interview someone. He had to interview one of his, you know, someone his parents' age and then someone his grandparents' age about how school was different um, for, you know, when we were in school. And what was crazy to me is Obviously, you feel more of an affinity with your kids than with your parents, but my mom and I's answer was the exact same. You know what I mean? It was like, I may as well have gone to school in the 50s when my mom went to school. Right, right. Compared to what school is like for Vinny now, because we were both like, we didn't have laptops. You know, these kids, they get laptops in kindergarten, first grade. They start working on typing at that time. You know, mm -hmm. like Vinny types like 50 words a minute, which I think I didn't do until I was in high school or college or something. College for me. <laughs> yeah and so but it was like you know all of the stuff i listed was the exact same stuff my mom listed and it was like the 90s and the 50s compared to the 2020s like the 90s and the 50s are nothing like each other but compared to now they're exactly like each other it was the before mm -hmm. time you know what i mean like that shit tripped me the fuck out <laughs> i feel like social media has helped every i mean i think obviously growing up with the computer you know what i'm saying helps you be able to type faster but the way you engage through like texting and all that I think, I, that, I mean, at least for my generation, like, I didn't learn how to type from typing class. I learned how to type right. from fucking Facebook, nigga. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's <laughs> right, when I really right, got right, called right. at that shit. Getting these exactly. posts off. You know what I'm saying? And then Twitter, it's like, before I had it on my phone, I'm using it on a computer and shit, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, you feel me? So I got more acquainted with that shit. 
in college, in, in, not from like typing papers, like, you know, every six weeks, it was from like typing every day on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, that that's like, um, there's sort of a debate about whether schools should teach kids to type or not, actually, that I, that I think might not be necessary anymore. Well, because first of all, so much of what they are will be typing is with their thumbs. I mean, oh, you know, or wow. or on a or on a or on yeah, a touch yeah. screen of of some kind. Yeah. Um. And you know, like our kids get uh, Chromebooks is what the the Long Beach School District gives the kids, so they do have like a regular um you know keyboard. But I know a lot of school districts, the kids get like a Microsoft Surface or something that they're actually you know they could just hold it basically like a giant phone and type mm-hmm. with their thumbs. So. That question of like, how do you read a keyboard and type with it? It, it is like, you know, they like I, the analogy I heard was um, they didn't teach us to play video games, right? Like video games ended up being kind of like sort of what the economy is made, <laughs> made out of in a lot of ways, right? Like what we're doing now looks more like the digital like video game world we grew up in than um, the jobs they thought they were preparing us for, obviously. Uh, but similarly, they're like, is that the place of the schools to teach kids how to type on a smartphone? It's like, well, that's what they're going to be doing for their jobs. You know, Whoa. like they're going to be typing with their thumbs. That's I don't know how many fucking hours a week I spend doing that, you know, By the year but no one needed to teach me to do it. Right, right. By the year 2200, our thumbs going to be longer than our middle finger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you <Right>. feel me? <laughs> Like a whole shit's gonna change for like this motherfucker gonna be. We have dick sized thumbs just because of typing so much. So everywhere, everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. We got the hot dog fingers hot flying dog. around. That thumb's gonna be doing numbers, my boy. You hear me? Um, all right, last uh, sports related topic, and that you know, with the news, we just kind of split the episode up. So we'll have silly uh, old school silly Billy Saturday with uh, all non-sports topics for y'all to to check out. But last sports topic, um, Draymond Green uh, gets the pairing that we needed. Rodney Magruder has signed a training camp contract (laughs) with the Warriors. If you have not seen Draymond Green's uh, press conference from the bubble, uh, Tyler can do a reenactment of when Rodney Magruder had tried to talk shit to the Warriors, and Draymond would not accept it. Talking shit like he's some tough guy. <laughs> Fucking Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> I will never hear that name Rodney ever the same again thanks to that moment from Draymond. <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> we had a couple of Jenkins and Jones fans uh, quote the signing news and just at us and be like, the di- the di- <laughs> that episode was an all-time low for me as someone named Rodney because we just made fun of the name Rodney for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Rodney. It happens. Uh, anyway, congrats they to Draymond. Are, I, I love the Warriors' strategy of, of surrounding Draymond with all his arch nemesis. Of treating Draymond like a <laughs> right. shark that they're chumming the water for. <laughs> you wanted they to stay. You know what I mean? We got yeah. some for you. Sheesh. They gave that man $100 million and decided they were going to put him through hell. Like this, like, <laughs> no, it's I like think a sci-fi a, movie plot. There's strategy there. It's like the hunter is more uh, effective after it has smelled blood. You know what I mean? It's... <laughs> <laughs> like they're dumping some fish guts in the ocean to make sure that he's sharp. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's all the time we got. We'll be back on Saturday, like you said, with the uh, Silly Billy episode. We will see y'all then. And then our next uh, live uh, AMP episode is usual Sunday night. See y'all then. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.